Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Again, it is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post in our Concord, North Carolina studios, joining us from the Mifflin Town studios in Pennsylvania, Ashley Strummy. Hello, Ashley. How are you? We are doing well. We are in the thick of it, obviously, oh. coming down to an end here for Pennsylvania Speed Week. So, uh, fingers crossed. Mother Nature continues to cooperate. You are in the thick of it. It is nuts up there in central Pennsylvania, and it's only going to get nuttier. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But uh, thanks for the world of all on NOS Energy. Sharing sprint cars got nutty. And when I say nutty, I mean lucrative. That's for sure. For David Gravel, uh, $250,000, BillionAuto.com, Houston's High Banks Nationals, presented by Menards. And uh, good to see David Gravel score that win, Ashley, on Saturday night up at Houston's. It sure was. Obviously, he had his little boy with him. The whole family was there. Um, and obviously, uh, for everybody at Husits with their sponsorship. But uh, it, what my take from it was, there was no dominant. I mean, David did a great job all weekend. But there was no dominant performance by anyone when you had four prelim or three prelim winners, Kyle Larson's, James McFadden, and Logan Schuhart all picking up $20,000. I thought was really awesome that there was no repeat winners. Yeah, and, and, and Buddy Kofoid was in the hunt the whole time and it looked like he might cash the big check. The motor goes poof. For David Gravel, last year he looked like he might have been in the hunt. Remember that weird thing where the pit door or the door at the flag stand swung open and tore the nose off his race car? So you win some, you lose some, a motor blows up, a door flies open. I mean, it's it's sprint car racing. And David Gravel was the one that cashed the big check. This year's earnings for David Gravel, Ashley, and we're in June. We have just started the month of money, $428,450. Sprint car ratings, per that, per sprint car ratings, um, seventh win of the season. So kudos to David, and loved, I love seeing the family. You know his family. We, we love his family, every one of them, and it was so cool to see their pictures in Victory Lane. Yes, awesome, awesome. And I just cool to see him be rewarded from, I forgot about the door coming yeah. up in there, so being rewarded was really awesome as well. Rewarded well, that's for sure. Rewarded handsomely with a quarter of a million dollars, no doubt about it. Hey, we have a great program coming up. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., one of our all-time favorites, joins us here on the program. We're going to talk about Daytona. We're going to talk about he won that little 500 race in NASCAR. We're going to talk about sprint cars and a whole lot more, so we'll do that here in just a moment. Stay with us. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., he joins us next here on Wing Nation. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. 
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go right to the Sage Fruit hotline. Joining us, I I love all of the accolades we can say, but I really like calling him a Daytona 500 champion. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. joins us. Hello, Ricky. How are you? That doesn't get uh, tired. I don't get tired of hearing that. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it's uh, it's been a great year, and uh, I'm, I'm doing great. We're going to talk a lot of sprint car racing, but I do kind of want to start with that. It's not often on Wing Nation we get a Daytona 500 champ. You're four months out or so from that. Just what 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 does it mean to you now after you've savored it, you've done umpteen zillion media tours? What What's that been like now that it's kind of soaked in a little bit? The coolest thing that I've taken away from it, or at least at the time, I was, you know, we got to like promote the sport for a week right and you know that's promoting me uh, our partners our race team um, you know I took a lot of pride in that I felt like that was a, a really cool thing to be able to do especially NASCAR 75th you know year and so that was a lot of fun I, I enjoyed that going to Chicago New York and everything in between so that was neat but I think now you know Going to the racetrack, obviously we go to different venues every week in different areas of the country, and you see all these fans that you haven't seen yet this year, and, uh, you know, they're all, you know, can't wait to tell me, you know, congrats for the Daytona 500, so that's pretty special as well. Ricky, you started this racing venture when you were six years old in carts. Uh, obviously an incredible career. Adding the Daytona 500 to your list is, is huge, and that's what I'm sure you aspired to be when you were that young. If you could look back on it now, is there something that you would tell your six-year-old self or or any kid that aspires to, to do what you've done? Is there anything you could enlighten kids with today? You know, looking back at like kind of how I came through and, and got to where I am today, you know, I don't know if I would tell my six-year-old self anything other than just to do what we did. You know, my dad, you know, laid a really good foundation uh, for me to race and, and taught me so much at an early age. Uh, but I think for me, it was more about just kind of staying in the moment that I was in, you know, try not to think too far ahead. And so like for me, when I raced go-karts, I was all about go-karts. I wasn't worried about going sprint car racing or micro racing. You know, I just really focused in on go-karts. And then when I went sprint car racing, it was all about sprint car racing uh, and what I was doing, I didn't think about going to NASCAR or, you know, anything like that. So I felt like I, you know, for me, what helped me was just really staying uh, exactly where I was and, and stay focused on that. Ricky, back to your cup program just a little bit. Not only have you guys won the Daytona 500, but there has been multiple, multiple races this year where you've been in a position to, to, to race in the top five, the top 10. You're a small one-car team. What has been the key to this performance this year? Because quite honestly, as a guy that follows this sport, you guys have been a blast to watch. Yeah, it's been fun. Uh, my guys are having a, a great time. We struggled at Nashville this week, which was a bummer. Uh, obviously, wanted to, you know, kick off the next part of the season uh, on the right foot, and we we kind of stumbled a little bit. But you know, all in all, man, this season has been you know so fun. Every time I show up to the racetrack, get in the race car, knowing that I'm going to have a car capable of running in the top fifteen, and then you know, a lot of times this year, like you said, in the top ten, around the top five. And, and battle some really good race teams uh, and some big race teams. So uh, the biggest key, I think, is is a couple things. Uh, you know, Mike Kelly, his leadership of of kind of running uh, our group of guys and and making them 
you know, believe in themselves, me believe in myself, you know, more than, than we probably believe, um, uh, in ourselves, but, um, you know, he kind of ramps that up and then our alliance with Hendrick, um, you know, it, it's gotten, uh, deeper, uh, this year than, uh, than it ever has been. And, you know, I think that's been, uh, those two things really have, have propelled us forward this year. With that being said, obviously, this is your third season with JTG. You were at uh, Roush Fenway for a very long time. We talk about this with a lot of the sprint car teams when they get new crew guys or crew chiefs or switch teams. What's it been like learning that communication and now kind of settling into knowing your guys? Yeah, I mean, the first year of, uh, I guess this is my maybe fourth year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe fourth year now. <laughs> it goes by so fast. Um <laughs> Yeah, but the first year was during COVID. And so, you know, I wasn't at the shop hardly ever. And, you know, I'd come to the house and then go to the racetrack and, you know, go straight to the car. I mean, it was obviously a really weird time. So, um, yeah, I mean, I really feel like it's only been three years of, of actual, you know, being in the shop, uh, being integrated in the process of uh, our team meetings and, and just going to hang out at the shop and hanging out with the guys and, uh, you know, luckily for us, we've really had uh, really constant, um, you know, guys uh, and, and personnel throughout our whole shop at JTG Doherty Racing. So, um, you know, it's been nice to, uh, you know, now, you know, four years in really have a good groove of, um, you know, what everybody does, you know, in their off time. And then, um, you know, just getting to know everybody and, uh, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely a family organization, uh, which, which I really enjoy. Yeah, it is. They're good, good folks over there. That's for sure. Really like what you guys have going on. What we're going to do, we're going to step away and we're going to come back and yeah, this is wing nation. We want to talk sprint car racing. So stay with us. We're going to do that with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Coming up next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live bands, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go back to the Sage Fruit hotline. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. joins us. We had a great time talking NASCAR, and we love our NASCAR racing around here, but sprint cars. And I, and I want to talk about you as a driver, Ricky, because uh, with the High Limit Series, your 360 program with your dad, you, you haven't ran a lot of races, but I think you've ran a few more and probably have a few more on the docket than you had in years past. How's it going? How's driver Ricky Stenhouse doing in the sprint car? <laughs> Uh, he's struggling with the 410. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think, uh, the 360 program, obviously I feel really good when I get in there. Um, you know, I don't know. We just, with the 410 stuff, you know, just having a hard time getting comfortable, uh, or getting the fill in the car that I need. Uh, I felt like we've gotten better every time we've been in the car, uh, which has been fun, but, um, dad and I are definitely scratching our heads, trying to figure out, you know, exactly what we need setup wise to, to be dialed in but um yeah it's been fun uh, you know going out and uh racing four tens and in the challenge um you know it is a the, there's so many good sprint car racers right now across the country and the teams are good 
Uh, the, I feel like the competition's as best it's ever been. And so when you show up, uh, you know, I'm not like Kyle, um, who has been running, uh, you know, 30 races a year at least. Uh, and, and obviously he's really good. So um, got, a, got a little room to improve, but it's been fun, you know, getting back in the sprint car and the midget as well. Obviously, uh, your driver at Boston Marshall Racing, um, Stenhouse, sorry, Sheldon uh, Hanshield. Yeah. Uh, do you lean on him at all? I mean, obviously, I'm sure your driving styles are completely different, but do you lean on Sheldon at all? I'm in constant communication, obviously, with Sheldon and Ripper and, and our whole Nelson Energy Drink Smart Car team. They've uh, they've kind of been on, you know, on the struggle as well. I mean, we've won some races, but we haven't been super consistent uh, and feel like we're a little bit off. And, you know, when we hit everything right, uh, you know, we're in contention, but it seems like we're, you know, kind of struggling as well. So for me, it's been nice to be able to be in the sprint car now uh, and in the 410 and uh, be able to kind of talk through some of those things that, that they're struggling with uh, because I kind of felt some of those, you know, similar things. So uh, definitely keeping constant communication with those guys and uh, you know, they're, they're pulling their hair out, trying to figure out how to get faster and uh, a little bit more consistent. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a long season, grueling season in, in sprint car racing. And uh, we still got a long ways to go. And, you know, I'm looking forward to their progress. Well, there's progress and there's a long way to go. And there's a lot on the line, Ricky. This season in sprint car racing, the state of sprint car racing is what I'm going to ask you. We've had high limits. It just ran for a quarter million dollars on Saturday night at Houston. There's a million dollar race at Eldora. Uh, Coming up, we're going to talk about the month of July across the sprint car world. Um, As a team owner, as a guy that's so interested in it, kind of what do you think where we're at with the state of 410 sprint car racing right now? It's in a great spot. Uh, You know, I mean, there's... I mean, the West Coast, uh, Justin Sanders just won, what, like $82,000 yeah, yeah. uh, on Saturday night. Obviously, you know, what Todd and, and his crew did there at Houston's, you know, twenty grand every single night uh, for the prelim nights and then two fifty on the final night. Uh, pretty spectacular. Uh, as a race team owner, uh, when you don't win those races, uh, you know, last year we won uh, the, the, the High Banks Nationals there. Uh, but now this year, I'm like, man, I wish there was a little more throughout the field. So uh, money-wise, but uh, last year I was really happy about it. But um, now it's awesome to see, you know, what the series are doing, what what all the what everybody in, in sprint car racing that promotes races, the series, uh, the World of Outlaws. You know, obviously week in, week out. You know, we're traveling with them up and down the road. And, um, you know, the way they have it set up, it definitely you know, helps us get up and down the road. And, you know, when you don't win those races and when you are struggling like we are right now, it's uh, it's nice to be following a series that, that you know, kind of helps take care of us on the backside. So, um, you know, we, we've we been, you know, itching to, to win some of those big races we did last year. And that can really turn the season around really quick. So, uh, obviously, Eldora coming up is uh, is one that everybody's looking at. It seems like Sheldon always starts to capitalize midway through the season towards the end of the season. And he really gets on a roll and it's all about that momentum. And and speaking of that, Ricky, obviously the highest forms of NASCAR to, to sprint car racing, whatever it is, we all know it's a mental game, especially when we get in a rut like this. And, you know, how do you mentally get through those ruts and, and get through the struggle to know that they're, you know, you're just a driver yet but ultimately you're a big piece of it. And sometimes you get the the brunt of it, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, definitely it's easy to just, you know, say, Hey, the driver doesn't do their job. Right. And as a team owner, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, 
uh, I called Sheldon the other day and I'm like, Hey, what'd you do on the start here? Or, you know, and just kind of rerunning things, you know, with him. And then, you know, then I call the crew chief and uh, talk to Ripper like, Hey, car didn't look very good here or there, you know? So like for me, it's as, as a driver, you know, you want, if you're trying to get out of that rut, you got to have, you know, good people around you. And that is from, you know, team owners, crew guys, uh, and, and sponsors, obviously that, um, you know, help you go up and down the road. We got the best in the business with NOS Energy Drink. Uh, Lauren, she does so much for our sport. Um, and I think we got really good crew guys that, you know, pump Sheldon up. And uh, then you got us team owners that, that really believe in, in every single one of our guys that we have. And uh, it's, you know, trying to let them play it out and uh, and not put too much pressure on them, uh, you know, any given weekend. I think we've seen, you know, throughout our season, you know, we're like, oh man, we figured it out. And then obviously you got to go race again the next night, right? And so, um, like I said, this the schedule's a grind and it's it's an up and down season. And then when you got people like the the two and the forty one, I feel like are the fastest cars just about each and every week. And um, you know, and then, you know, obviously, you know, Brad's experience and I don't think he's been the fastest, but you know, his experience is what is keeping him in the game right now because uh, there's two cars that are clearly faster than everybody else right now. Really, truly is. That, those speed in those two cars are amazing. Final question for you, Ricky. You say surrounding yourself with good people. You mentioned that. Since we've chatted with you on Wing Nation, you have gotten married. Madison, your uh, was fiance. I almost said fiance. Your wife, but yeah. Madison. What's what's it been like finding finding that match to to go along with your life? Because you two just. You two really seem like you are a, uh, a a really good couple. Yeah, I mean, it, like like I was talking, you know, surrounding yourself with uh, all the right people. Madison is, is a huge supporter of mine, but she also will let me know when she thinks I messed up. She, you know, we were at Nashville this, uh, yesterday, and uh, on the the ride back to the airport, she's like, "Hey, you chill out on the radio a little bit, not get so mad." So. Uh, you know, it's good to have uh, people like that uh, in your corner that are huge supporters uh, and that are really invested as much as you are, um, you know, into, you know, my career. And then and then everything that we have going on, you know, outside of the racetrack, um, I feel like we make a really good team and, and it's nice to be able to, you know, share life with her and uh, and do what we do. No, no, she's she's a keeper, that's for sure. She really, truly is. I said final question, but Craig just said we got a few more seconds left. How's the workout? How's the fitness? How's the how's all of that going? You still you still beating up the weights at the gym on a regular basis? The problem is, is I beat the weights up at the gym, but I really like to eat. So <laughs> I have been off track for about three months of eating. So um, <laughs> got to get that dialed back in to go with the routine. But the gym routine is always pretty good. Ricky, it is always a pleasure getting to catch up with you, whether it's at the track or here on Wing Nation. Thanks for your time this week. Not a problem. Thank you all. There we go. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. joining us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us. More Wing Nation in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com.
Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Ashley Strummy and Steve Post here. And uh, Ashley, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., man, the young man, has got it going on across board on all fronts. Home front, racing front, sprint car. He's got it all going on. It's true, Stephen. It was cool. You know, we know Sheldon isn't having a Sheldon year by any means, and it was cool for him to kind of address that. And, you know, we all know it's racing. It's the, the roller coaster we live. No doubt. It really, truly is. So great stuff. Always love hearing and chatting with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. The other big winner this past weekend was out on the West Coast, the NARC King of the West Series. They had the $62,000 to win um, Dirt Cup up at Skagit. And Ashley, um, a guy we met last year at Knoxville, Justin Sanders, picked up the win, got his uh, got his biggest win of his career. Yeah, and uh, came out of there with more than 62000 I believe it was 82000 because he picked up uh, the bonus leading all 40 laps. So, uh, I mean, whew, twenty grand for leading 40 laps flag to flag. That's a pretty darn good bonus. That's a real good bonus, no doubt about it. In the dash that night, they had a motor problem. Now, he still qualified on the front row, but they didn't like it. They changed the motor, put in one that they had never ran before. Now, you want to talk about rolling the dice, baby, and scored the win. 28th different driver to win the Dirt Cup. On the podium, Justin Sanders, Zeb Wise, and Corey Day. Corey Day had ruled the weekend. He ruled the week before as well, uh, but came up on the podium there as well. And, Ashley, when I saw this from Fremont on Saturday night, it just really touched my heart. J.J. Hickel is a guy that you and I have really gotten to know and really got to like. Picked up his first win at Fremont. He's with the Ceiling Racing Team. Picked up his first win. We got to know J.J. last couple of years we got to know Shayna Barnes, his fiance, uh, last year. Uh, courageous battle with cancer, lost that battle in December. Uh, I've got a feel with JJ standing in victory lane there at Fremont that Shayna was looking down with tears in her eyes. I got to feel like that was uh, what, what an amazing couple and a good win for JJ. One hundred percent. We had him on the stage at Knoxville with us, and he shared the story of what Shayna was going through at the time and. Uh, The fact that she told him to continue on chasing his dreams was absolutely incredible. So like you said, Steve, I'm I'm guarantee she was smiling down on that win at Fremont this past weekend. Just really good. JJ Hickel, one of the really good guys in the sport. So that made my heart made my heart just a little bit happier when I saw him in Victory Lane up at Fremont. Great, great racetrack up there. We are getting ready. We are continuing. I think last week I referred to them as the High Holy Days in Sprint Car Racing. Well, the High Holy Days in Sprint Car Racing is ratcheted up when we look at this weekend, Ashley. I didn't realize this. The final four nights, there's $55,000 on the line if someone were to win all the races. It is a big finale, a big finish to Speed Week up in Pennsylvania. Yes, Friday night, Williams Grove for the Mitch Smith Memorial, 20000 to win. Saturday, Port Royal for the Greg Hodnick Classic, 10000 to win. Sunday at Sealands Grove, the Opperman Boger, Heitzelman Memorial for 10000 to win. And then back at Port Royal on Monday for the Keith Kaufman Classic, paying 15000 to win. So, yes, big money on the line big for a mo- little big- Central PA Speed Weeks. My God, big money on the line, and that's just all part of big money in July. Okay, uh, the Brad Doty Classic, fifteen grand to win on July 11th. The Million at Eldora on July 13th. That's a Thursday night. The King's Royal, a hundred seventy-five to win. And when we leave Eldora, Ashley, it it, it just keeps on going. Yes, Lernerville, twenty-five thousand for the Don Martin Memorial. Williams Grove for the Summer Nationals, twenty thousand on Saturday. And it still keeps digging, Steve. Grandview on Tuesday, July 25th, high limits, $23,000. And Port Royal, Saturday the 29th, the Living Legends Dream Race. It's only 10000 to win. But there's two of them. 
25 twin 25s, 10 grand to win each. The money and a lot of that money's in Pennsylvania. It is going to be a big, big month of money, that is for sure. We really do appreciate Ricky Stenhouse Jr. joining us here on the program on the Sage Fruit Outline. Love catching up with Ricky. But more important than all of that, and we say it every week, we sincerely mean it. Thank you for joining us here this week on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches.